computers with much excitement that I'm buoyed up by the beautiful things on our desk this morning, Bruce. Yes, and as you can see through the microphone, listener, uh, one of those beautiful Viewer. things is is a uh, a copy of the hard book, uh, the accompanying coffee table book to the new Beatles movie. Get back, <clears throat> Peter Jackson. Get back. Get back. Welcome to the Chorus Podcast or the Porous Podcast, whichever you prefer. Depends how early it or late it is. Exactly, a arts and culture and media podcast with Stefan Voss and Bruce Dennell. Yes, I am one of those people. Indeed, helping us to sift through the morass of mass media which is flung at us on a daily basis like a big shovel full of turds well right yes Uh, good news bruce do tell i did a online zoom guitar lesson with a student uh, yesterday um older professional gentleman uh, but an adult man who said, oh, I found your podcast. Oh. And he says, oh, no, I just recognized, I don't know where I was looking, but I recognized this name. And I thought, I wonder if that's my guitar teacher. And he listened Ta-da, to it. He's famous. Who Amazing. knew? So he didn't go and look for it because of us. He yes. just happened upon it. Ah, oh, you see. So that upon is it. very, very slowly happening now. So. Yeah, so it's all happening for us yes. now, Bruce. <laughs> Hold Please me back. do in coffee shops, just pick up strangers' phones and uh, put in the chorus podcast. <laughs> yeah. So. Bruce Dennell, just into their search bar. Exactly. They don't need to know why. They can just see it later. So so fasten your seatbelts, Bruce. The wild ride has begun. Yes, we have an extra listener there. So thank you to you, well, sir. Well, he just listened to one. I'm not sure he'll okay. listen to any others. Um, um, right, but so yes, a couple of a couple of lovely uh, coffee table books that sound like that. Mm. Mm. So hot right now. That's so that's about art. That one that I've just dropped there, and then uh, we'll do a first take. I think we might. I, I have a song file which we'll probably. Just flip open and play whatever that song is. Yeah, we'll do um, some some live music. Then we, we have some televisuals. Very, very loud today. Anyway, I think we'll we are shouting quite a lot. Maybe televisuals. Um, yes, I've watched a few tele- movies. Televisuals and um, a bit of. Oh, we've t- talked in about. In fact, books. I have no books today, so I'm glad that you've brought these terrible, two terrible, incredible, terrible person specimens and some music. Uh, yes, I will. Talking about a, a yeah, I've got a few things as well. I, one of my favorite bands. Now, so Bruce, I must uh, redeem myself Do. by saying that I have read a book, mm. but in fact, it was part of a book that had two books in it. Ah. So I've read the first one. It's the Terry Pratchett collected first two works. Nice. The Color of Magic and the Light Fantastic. So I finished the Color of Magic, which I could again. speak about today. Yes, again for the third <laughs> or fourth time. Um, but I'm busy with uh, the Light Fantastic, um, which is fantastic. You, you, I, I told you this like three weeks ago when mm. you had 17 things in your to speak about pile. Don't yeah. do them all at once. Anyway. I didn't. I've got millions of things to talk about. Literally less than Literally 10 Literally as many as some things. Well, yeah. Let's let's start talking then. Can we dive into some movies that we've watched, Bruce? Yes, and let let us do so. So, as you know, I have a daughter who is eight years old, and so whenever there's a new uh, animated feature that comes out, we check it out. So, uh, Encanto. Encanto, yes. By Disney. Yeah, yeah. Disney, Disney Pixar. Disney Pixar. Disney Pixar. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, so we watched that. It's the latest uh, movie by them. It's uh, Spanish, culturally, whatever. Nobody that. Yeah, nobody expects the Spanish movie culture movie. thing. Yeah. Um, so kind of maybe building on a little bit from Coco mm-hmm. in terms of um, feel and cultural milieu. It's interesting because it's it's you know obviously they do all their, their research and things and so who they're trying to speak to or reach and whatever because there is cynical marketing side yes. of it. 
So Spanish, what is what is, I think, the second most widely spoken, not necessarily numbers, but because I imagine Mandarin will kick its butt, but yeah. uh, most widely <coughs> spoken language. Anyway, sidebar, carry on. So um, it's about a young girl uh, in a, a big family. You live in a big house and mm-hmm. there's some magic to the house and everyone in the family has a very specific superpower or special supernatural gifting except her. Ah. And she has to go through this journey and something's happening with the house and she discovers what is it, what it is about her that makes her special. So, um, yeah, it's, it's difficult to... I was thinking about this. The animation these days is so incredibly brilliant visually um, that it's difficult not to get jaded when, you, when you're watching these things. They mm. are just so mm. incredibly well done. Um, this is a, like a musical movie as well as many of them are. So there's amazing songs, again, Spanish uh, vibe to the songs. The one um, ballad we thought m- might have been Julio Iglesias, Julio. but it's not. It's just someone who sounds a lot <laughs> like him. Um, what have happened to young Julio, I wonder? Julio or Enrique? Uh, sorry, Enrique. The, the younger. Enrique, I think they yes. used to say. Enrique Iglesias is what I was trying to say. Ah, sorry. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, so, so really, really great music with a, with a Spanish flavor. My daughter, of course, bouncing off the walls around the house lately, singing, you know, <laughs> We Don't Talk About Bruno, which is the one song that's quite catchy. Um, so I'm not going to say too much more about it other than it was brilliant, as they all are. Mm. I think they're all of a, of a And just of a, a positive theme, which also is, is not necessarily given in any kind of entertainment. Yeah, so it's, it's a, yeah, a, there a is, child discovering why she's yeah, worth something, yes, self, and, value, self Yeah, image. and loyalty and family and the importance of family and all those sorts of good things. Uh, you will hear our customary hounds in the background, Rosie and Jack. Can, can dogs dogs, dogs can other. indulge in horseplay so it's Indeed. a cross-species metaphor there thank you so much why the long face right um, nice, nice. alright and there's uh, two other movies that I've uh, watched I finally and to great fanfare and joy in my heart watched the most recent movie by my favourite film director Wes Anderson mm. The French Dispatch yes I still need to watch it with a cast of all the usual amazing people including Francis McDormand and um, Bill Murray and Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong and That's um, his real name. all of them all of the usual suspects Owen Wilson's in it uh, it is such an epitome of Wes Anderson it's so beautiful mm. it's so well staged it's Every scene is just to the nth degree curated yeah. beautifully and it's idiosyncratic and the dialogue is often very um, deadpan even though it's quite explosive in its content and all that, you know, the stuff that we know um, and love about Wes Anderson. So it's almost like, I would say it's, sort of, it's a stupid expression, but you know, when people say, oh, that's that on steroids. This is Wes Anderson on steroids. <laughs> Not really, it's just, I think probably, um, I mean, they all are, but this is really, maybe it's because I haven't seen one for a while, but it really is him uh, at the top of his game. It's very, very uh, developed on his journey as a, as a storyteller and as a visual artist. It is- I just love that he, <sighs> he just does him so very very much it's incredible there is no there is you know we're just saying you know with a disney thing and it might be a nice positive outcome and everything but it will have been researched to the the Mm. degree whereas where's going i have this particular very niche 
story, which I'm then going to take a very niche story and completely, you know, to other people's minds, over-stylize it and make it, you know, da-da-da, so that every second of screen time means something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Benicio del Toro is great in it. The the lady who played the the love interest in the in the most recent Bond movie, a, a French actress, she's in it. Uh, I found her quite bland in the Bond movie, but she's and, uh, really somebody. really really good in this. Mm. Um, man, it's it's you could write all of the things. feces on it, not feces, Bruce. Do not write feces. Um, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. For an artist, you know, one of the objectives of an artist or anyone practicing creative arts, uh, you get, you know, you, you, you get the skill and the technique and the practice. And then once you're at a certain level, what separates you from everyone else in the field is finding your own voice. Mm -hmm. They talk about being able to hear one or two notes on the guitar and people it's know that oh, that's BB yeah. King. That's yeah, it. Yeah. There's no one like yeah. Wes Anderson. No, I'm, it's I'm just always, so... What's, when I watch a Wes Anderson movie... I'm always struck by my own feeling of perpetual amazement. Just yeah. as you notice a detail or a color or a design thing or a, and you, because you know that he's gone and had, you know, the tiny, tiny little whatever it is book on a shelf, that's in the top left corner of the screen that's and doesn't get referred to. No, and it's on screen for like two seconds of the camera. It's, it's designed, it's made, yeah. the physical thing exists. It's mm. in that particular colour which is Pantone what 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 which he made up. Yeah. Because it, it you know matched something that, that whatever, the the pocket square in the guy's jacket, but who wasn't a main character. He was on the right of the screen. I sort of have this fantasy of um, you know really great television shows like Cheers or, or Friends or whatever where they talk to the cast members years later yeah. and say did you did you take anything from the set you know whether it was the, the clock from the famous <laughs> yeah, yeah. episode and I actually took that home and I've got it with me which is now you know this yeah. this pop cultural yeah. Yeah, yeah thing like if there's a warehouse of props from Wes Anderson movies like those special Adidas sneakers that got made for Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou that were a special limited edition Adidas Steve Zissou shoe I know, you know? like all those yeah. and those red bobble hats from that movie I wonder if there's this this warehouse of <laughs> props from these movies that are so but beautiful but now to the Disney thing and again I have no problem with it but out of every Disney movie there will be a Disney park ride and there will be a, a warehouse full of, sure. of different dolls merchandise and, and that's great that's how they make their money but yeah I get the sense that Ruiz just doesn't give a no, flying toss I at don't all. think he's into I think it must all be done and it must be looked after properly but I, I don't imagine at all for a second he would be going let's make money out of it no. which is another whole artist discussion what, yes. is, what is an artist and all of that yeah. I mean there's so uh, it, it was absolutely brilliant so uh, the good news is I'm a massive fan of Wes Anderson I got his watched his new movie and it lived up to all of my expectations is, which is that fantastic that is always good news and the last one I'll mention um, is well no maybe I'll keep one for there next week See, no, so no. the French Dispatch and Encounter two years uh, <laughs> alright so, right, so some, some random thing I'm just going to go with the, the ones I've got at the i.e. The, the ones I've seen longest ago mm. a Netflix film called Kate uh, my wife's name is Kate Yes, and that's not why I watched it but it's called Kate and it's it's one of these which is a, an expanding genre now where there's a, a whatever a Jason Statham type character you know a secret agent or a, or a hitman or a assassin or something yeah. and it's that type of movie but it happens to be a much better looking sorry Jason woman who's doing the 
beating up and the yeah and Jason the Staten and the, doesn't make a particularly good woman and the the leaping through windows and you know firing semi-auto automatic weapons with both hands and blah 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 yes. all of that kind of stuff so so the uh, you know a bombshell and etc etc there's a there's Atomic a growing number of them yes that's the, exactly what I meant not bombshell at all yes. so thank you for that um, I yes, see there's a new one just to mention there's a big uh, uh, ensemble cast one coming out with Jessica Chastain and mm, yeah, mm, yeah, mm. like four or five women who, who go out and kick ass oh, and kick like each other's ass I do well. like a bit of Jessica Chastain I'll tell you what, what anyway, anyway Kate uh, stars Mary Elizabeth Winstead mm. um, who is uh, one I've of the this. triple name people that yes Hollywood um, throws First out every now and then her on Scott Pilgrim Yes, As, yes, uh, correct. Uh, thingy Flowers, whatever her name was. Um, <coughs> great movie, that. Fantastic. Anyway. Yes, I've seen um, this, Bruce, this movie. Carry on, very good. It's like any of the Jason Statham movies, etc., etc., which have good uh, box office returns and this and that. It's not a particularly meaningful movie in any... It's not trying to be... It's going, this will happen until then. Um, and it's then like a in, John Wick. In the middle, exactly. In the middle, there will be a lot of style mm. and a lot Camera of vision and a lot of and technique. The... Mm. Um, and there will, a lot of people will die or get badly, badly hurt. Um, and then it will be the end. Yeah. So, so uh, I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead does it. I think we've chatted before about um, actors that are too much of a brand that you can't ignore them. She's not that. Yeah. Um, and I think, and it's it is pretty brutal in terms of the action and the the fight scenes and the this and the that and the next thing. Which and she handles herself well again, obviously yeah. stunts this and that or whatever. But it it's very convincing in that sense because again she has a she has a limited time to do this or that before the yeah. baddie. Whatever, yeah, yeah, she's the reason uh, yeah. that she needs to die at that time <clears throat> kicks in, etc., etc. Um, and she has to get through. Yeah, she has to get through a high body count um, and get badly hurt along the way it is it is very stylish again I'm going to go back to the, because you you know those movies those Jason Statham mm. standalone vehicles it's it's like that it's as good as that it's not better than that it's not worse than that yeah. um, and it is beautifully shot there's great yeah. like one of, one of the interesting yeah one of the, the more things that does make it interesting is it's set and shot in Tokyo yes which is not uh, a an everyday kind of thing that we have she's interesting is old Mary Elizabeth Winstead <clears throat> as I say first Scott Pilgrim which is very much a, a comic book niche um, <clears throat> cult following kind of movie mm-hmm. I'm trying to think the most recent thing I saw her in before this movie was Fargo she was in uh, the third season of okay. Fargo which she was really really good in as well and it's interesting now she's doing this I suppose she as an actress and in, in collaboration with her management would have decided that she needs to like do an action show that she can do stunts and be an yeah, action yeah. woman and uh, you know in terms of that's, developing a that uh, is whatever. always an interesting curve for me because you can see it you can go that's that is why they've done this mm. they've got it they've created a whole she's thing as a vehicle drama, as a vehicle done. for XYZ <clears throat> and but you, you again you, it doesn't matter that there's a there's an expensive movie in terms of, of um, effects and yeah, things. yeah and you're just going all that investment to build that kind of brand so that you can you know we don't have the studio system like we had in the 1950s and whatever where it was whatever Clark Gable and this one and that one and then you'd you'd build on the actor's brand for the film yes but also we kind of do it's just done differently well this makes me think of something that is very concerning to me which I've mentioned to you before Bruce um, Netflix particularly but I imagine Hulu and Amazon Prime and all these ones as well is doing something that I'm at once applauding but also am very concerned about and that is they 
have such a need for con either a need for content mm. or a budget for content that they are making so many yeah. things particularly these quirky comic book things which i love a, a lot of very forward thinking and progressive storylines and storytelling and narrative stuff is happening in the comic world these successful comics are now being made into into tv shows so we've had a few of them we mentioned umbrella academy and uh cowboy bebop so cowboy bebop is another one uh, why the last man is mm -hmm. another one, one on another network that that is great and are routinely being cancelled after the first yeah, season. Yeah. So Cowboy Bebop now they've said is not going to carry okay. on, which is so I'm busy with it now. Enjoy. It's so yeah. disappointing. And Why the Last Man they've said is not going to carry on as well. So it seems like there's a meme going around now they but don't make it past season two. Yeah, but also the fact that you just mentioned comics and, and blah, 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 blah. It would strike me that it's probably, again, in terms of the vast sums of cash, yeah, it's it's, it's probably would no, but it's probably worth investing that for the one season in case here and here's the kicker, it it takes off as a Marvel Universe yeah. type thing. So the Marvel Universe for is the next essentially franchise. half the yeah, flipping yeah. industry yeah, now. Yeah. Um so if you can if you can hit a sweet spot where people go in oh, it's it has the same appeal yeah. but it's different. So Umbrella Academy, I think, has been quite successful there. Yeah, but sure but, but again, more. nowhere near. It just it's not. It's but, good, but yeah, it's not. But, but it's yeah. carrying on. I, yeah, it's for me. It's it's amazing to watch these. Oh, so the the next one that's coming up, um, which they say is the most expensive television that's ever been filmed, good is question. the Lord of the Rings uh, oh, yes, TV series. Seen, yeah. So that I'm man alive. I'm the biggest Lord of the Rings. Well, not the biggest Lord of the Rings fan, but I'm that a, would be Stephen Colbert. Yeah, yeah, but I'm a huge Lord of the mm. Rings fan, and. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I wonder how that's all going to pan out. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of sad. I'm glad. I mean, here's something that Bebop. the next Amazing, one on Showmax. This one yes. ties in now. The, the flight attendant to the show. Oh, stars, yeah. Uh, Kaylee so, Cuoco. Yeah, yeah. The second season is about bang, to come out. Yeah. The Big Bang Theory. What did you uh, think of it? No, gave up. Oh, you did? Because. Really? And you, no, but here's why. Okay, so the, the conceit, and it happens right up front, pretty much in the title sequence, is that she, she, yeah, she kind of is finds herself tied into not a murder necessarily but a dead person yeah and, and now and it doesn't know why she was there or mm. can't remember anything boom there's the whole concept the rest of it she's a flight attendant the rest of the of the series is trying to her trying to Work figure out, out how, why she's doing there and connecting with that one and blah 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 blah, blah and she's got some lifestyle issues mm. alcohol and what 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 um but again now big bang theory obviously mega 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 successful kelly coco uh, one of the, one of the reasons for that, one of the big stars yeah. from there, and and also the standout in terms of that brand, the standout in that she was the only not geek. Yes. Um, so sexy, this blah blah blah, that blah blah, all nice things that you can but you can build around. You know, she looks great. She's she's yeah. funny. She's this. Nerds she's that. Take, take hope. Um, so let's build a story around her. But watching the flight attendant, you know, maybe three episodes in, maybe four. I'm just kind of oh you are laboring this you are trying to mm. and to your content creation mm. thing you are trying to suck a story out of your thumb here because um, often obviously you know how writing works you know you're going cool well this happens um, and then we need to go there and then and then the ratings dip so they you know that yeah. they, they change tack halfway through and then somebody dies and blah blah, blah. and you can see it in, in great stuff you can see it in Breaking Bad you can see it you're yeah. going Ah, that that one must have been unpopular with the test audience because they've gone sideways, etc., etc., etc. And I'm just kind of, oh, 
it's interesting. Such a grind. My wife is a big fan of Big Bang. I think she she binge watched it when she was pregnant. She likes the Big Bang. Yes, yes, she does. And um, she (laughs) like follows the characters on Instagram. You know the Mm. the actors and whatever. So she was very very hyped for Flight and 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 she kind of um, drove us watching the whole thing and is very excited about the next one and um, yeah I thought it was very well done I wasn't over the moon by it but I, I really liked I think the, the thing I liked the most about it is the title sequence and title yes, music yes. which that's is beautiful. so so that's great that's like that very 50s sort of Pink Panther yeah. thing um, anyway okay but it's it's uh, what was I going to say now yeah it does just also it kind of also it tropes everything so it's kind of whatever so yeah, now sure. I'm thinking something and therefore now there's a dead character talking to me and reminding me about something and you know like, ah. yeah 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 alright we got we get it we get it we get it okay um, and also she her character her character and that's that's an interesting thing but her character is not very easy to like no she's doesn't have very um, many redeeming I yeah. keep on going man this girl is a hot mess and she deserves whatever's exactly. coming for it irresponsible and so take that woman uh, yeah. although at the end there is some redemption there I, I don't say. care I'm anyway, not getting there I'm not going back Leave can I tell you about some TV that I've Please, watched do the thing. I think it's probably my favourite television show Ooh. of recent history Evans. that I can even remember and it is called What We Do in the Shadows oh yeah it's the Taika Waititi um, TV show based on the movie of the same name by Taika and Jermaine Clement of uh, Blind of the Concord yes. Spain so they made a movie about these vampires who find themselves living, I think it's somewhere in New York or whatever, and they're all incredibly clueless and gormless and ridiculous, um, and uh, and it's a very comedic take on, on I guess, Twilight. Um, <laughs> so they've made a, a, a TV series now. I've just watched the third uh, season. It's got Matt Berry in it. It's one of the vampires. Yes, it's just yes. fantastic. And... Um, uh, there's uh, three vampires, four vampires living in a... Oh, yes, Colin, the energy vampire. He is the best. <laughs> the best. Colin Robinson, an energy vampire. He just sucks your energy yes. from you all the time. He, he, but he's, he's, like, he's like a call center drone, essentially. Yeah, he's just like an egg, like a bland white bread egg person, call center person. He just... Yeah. Um, Guillermo, is there something you're not telling us? <laughs> it's very, very good. One of their familiars who's desperate to become a vampire himself is treated like dirt but turns out to be a vampire hunter himself. And it, I mean, it just gets ridiculous and it's very low budget but also but, big budget but, at the same time. Yeah, we're talking time. about tropes now in the other one and that's this is where, yeah, because you expect the tropes and that's why vampires are such a great yeah. topic. And, or something like that, something legendary and... and you know, a thousand years worth of writing about, um, is that they can do that and just milk it for it's, satire and and oh, not even sad. satire, just complete stupid. Yeah. Yes, we went there. Uh-huh. And it's in a mockumentary style, so there's yes. a film crew, you know, yeah. like The Office kind yeah. of thing. And then they speak. Each character gets to speak to the camera and say, "Oh, how ridiculous that this vampire is like that." And whatever. It it is, and again, very dark. Not because uh, Jermaine's not in the Jermaine Clement yeah. is not in the uh, in the TV series. But also not that thing where there are such famous faces no. that you are going... Uh, I mean, a couple of them I've, I've never seen before yeah. and I haven't seen elsewhere. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's committed. And even to like... Uh, um, like I remember living in London, there was a certain Eastern European woman in London who would speak English yeah. with this Eastern European accent in a certain way and the, the lady vampire <laughs> in the show just does yes. it absolutely which, perfectly which they must know yeah, yeah exactly it, and, it's, it's, and it's so charming and it's so it's quite dark um, 
which is good um and matt berry is just incredible it's just very very funny these completely clueless vampires trying to make their way in the world so taika waititi i'm very much looking forward to um our flag means death which i think i mentioned <laughs> last time his new uh, pirate mm-hmm. pirate tv show sta- uh, starring murray from flight of the Conquerors oh, as the pirate pirate king or so i've got you a gig yeah jamae present brit 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 present uh, yes, actually. <laughs> Very good, good. Uh, um, funny people, anyway, funny so uh, I like Taika Waititi, who... It's interesting, you know, I saw him in... Uh, what did I see him in originally? What did, what was the first thing we saw Taika in? Maybe What We Do in the Shadows, I think, was the first. And then um, he directed a film called uh, Hunt of the Wildebeest, or Search for the Wildebeest, okay. which is like a, a New Zealand movie. Very charming with uh, uh, the guy from original Jurassic Park, Sam... Neil. Sam no. Neil. Shepard? Neil anyway very very charming movie so a smallish budget Australian or New Zealand uh, production that he had Taika had directed and then he did Thor Ragnarok yes and I've seen him in interviews after Thor Ragnarok and he looks like a big time and handles himself as a big time auteur director like he's grown into that mm. position and he is now the big it's like Thing. great Hollywood though when you, when, yeah because it, it, as far as I know not a you know not an uptight Hollywood schlep yeah you wouldn't expect but, that but when, when I look you, at him now I think I mean he's dating some I mean, pop we're, star we're and talking with Anderson just now and he's you know he's clearly clearly is an auteur and clearly can, clearly handles himself yeah. an auteur but not in, not in a public sure. junket related way yeah. probably well shut up I don't want to talk about it don't watch the movie. Yeah. Um, so Taika seems like a really grounded, you know, salt being. of the earth New Zealander poking fun at everyone. But at the same time, you see him, yeah, he's in his holiday time. home in Malibu yeah, yeah. and he's just flown in from where mm-hmm. he was doing the, and, and he's, you know, got the sunglasses there. And I'm just sort of thinking, gosh, he's, he's if it's interesting can, to watch If you that. can get the balance right. Yeah, yeah. More power to you, sir. Young, uh, you know, early days for him. But anyway, right. yeah, so what we do in the shadows, um, absolutely fantastic. Let's talk some books now. Let's talk some books. Books, you say? Yes, all right. So you, so Stefan nearly, nearly had a, a mild wee. Yes. He saw the Beatles get back. A little sex. Um, nice. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. This is the so this is the hardcover. So the the long documentary which we did have discussed yeah, a few times. Approximately nine hours, I'd say, in, in three um, installments. Peter Jackson, because he doesn't do stuff short, etc. That's well, what she said. The serendipity. Um, he is quite short, is a Peter. But we talked about Lord yes. of the Rings, and now we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, back. very nice, very nice. So yes, it's it's the same concept, obviously. It's the um, show them, Bruce. Hold it up to the, the microphone. Stop it. It's the it's a transcript of most of. I can't imagine it's all of. It, it was whatever was recorded. Fifty hours of audio originally, sixty hours of yeah. video, which he, he he edited down to just under nine hours. So yeah, this won't be the that size of this book. This won't be hundred and fifty hours. So there would have been a lot of tripe spoken. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's 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 the Let It Be sessions. The band is kind of slowly crumbling, but also making some genius music. Um, they're doing things a little bit differently. They're in. Twickenham Studios, which are large and cavernous and all the rest of it. Before they um, go to Abbey Road. Yeah. And, you know, so again, there are interesting dynamics. Um, no, a lot of sorry, it is just. Twickenham Studios. And then was, they go to ah, the Apple, remember. the Apple building. Yes, yeah, sorry. Not they're they're just, they're, you know, it's studio time. Anybody who's vaguely, even, yeah, com- vaguely familiar with studio time knows that there's just, there's a lot of silliness talking. Yeah. And, and just kind of meaningless, whatever. You know, this happened, that happened. Do you need something from the shop? 
what a, what a, what a. let's do covers of songs that we've played 50 years etc., ago etc etc so as you mentioned i think we mentioned in the, in, the, in the film uh, part of it um one of the interesting things is even even off the page is how uh paul comes through as the very very dominant driving force yeah um how george is not at all sure of being He's, there yeah quite disenchanted um, at that point, point. <laughs> ringo is just dead dead consistent and just should, just have, should have been the bass player he's should, just background ringo, yeah he's just cool <laughs> and they and they always refer to him as morning richard yes <laughs> morning. And, and who do they call uh is it m m mccart no peace pm no i can't remember but anyway so no R R S R S. they talk about as well oh, yes, 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 they yeah. talk, call him RS. um but just yeah he just doesn't seem to have any track with anybody he's just yeah. all mellow he's everybody's friend he's not really involved not in a not in a bad way he's not lazy or anything uh, john is always always late um he always has yoko with him etc etc so there's those kinds of things my one my one thing that needs to be said and i don't know i haven't seen the whole nine hours and whatever yeah. whatever six hours however um but is that again as i'm saying we are studio people we know that this is the case it's not terribly interesting no um the, the what gives what gives this one a bit of an, an angle what gives it a bit of weight is that it was towards the end of arg- still arguably the the biggest music phenomenon in history mm, absolutely. um and it, the the you know the friction and the kind of knowing you know you know the punchline mm. this is slightly before the punchline so there's that yeah. kind of thing but if it wasn't the beatles it wouldn't be interesting and well no. and it, <laughs> i'm going to say this it's still not terribly interesting no. um but it is if you're a fan then it it it, it has that kind of it's it, it it's what it's paraphernalia it's memorabilia whatever you want to call it it's part of your collection for the thing i mean here at, at stephen's house there is a there is a framed picture on the wall and of I the think Beatles. it's this sort of era of yes well. it does look like it yeah um and so on is that, that looks maybe like a little bit before roadish. this yeah um but anyway uh you know so they're in that sense and and for completers for people and again like people like me who love or loved <laughs> r.i.p mu- print music magazines yes yeah you know, monthly music the magazines word. q and mojo can, and all of those ones yeah one. um and and something what was it uncut. called uncut there we go um you know that it's that kind of thing as well and that interest where you can you can read a 47 page article because you're that interested in obscure period in obscure bands time but you're one of 11 people there's a lot of mystique around the beatles right down to how did this song come about what does that mean what guitar you know the minutiae of all the things so for someone who's who's ever delved into a particular album or or wondered about something this yeah. is fascinating it to is watch, but, but you have also, to go through but it also and it, but you need to understand up front that it's also the answers might be quite banal yeah you which know what is I mean? yeah you're just like oh there is some mystique oh is that okay so no real answer there um, but there are moments and it's like a good book where you sort of uh, go through quite a heavy section uh, i think maybe of a hundred years of solitude which mm. is this this massive tome of 15 characters that have the same name and you don't even know who yes, he's yes, talking yes. about and then, and then the whole book ends at the last second last sentence yeah. where suddenly everything oh, and you're okay, like yeah. oh it's momentous yeah. that that has effect because of everything that's gone before so when you see them sitting there for literally 45 minutes doing nothing and then Paul goes alright we need a new song let me just quickly and he's strumming on his bass and yeah, writes yeah. get back in, yeah. in like a minute and you're like oh <laughs> My goodness! There it is. There is that song being written. There is the absolute genesis of it. So, but again, that that's a harder thing to communicate in print. Yeah. Um, 
so another interesting thing here is just understanding and it's not they don't they don't throw celebrity rock star strops or anything mm. at all but you do get the sense of kind of yeah if you are the studio tech or something and the agreed call time is 10 and they arrive at 11:30, and they want to leave when they want to leave and then you know and it, it is random it's completely random yeah. da, 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 let's go get some sandwiches and you and you, you just get a sense to- there's this whole tea coming but there's, in no, but there's this whole other engine that just has to yeah. work around them yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're not nasty people they don't they don't necessarily take those people for granted but it is a big enough engine and there are enough people doing other stuff in the background i mean they are rock stars that they the don't 60s. have to worry yeah yeah Absolutely. you know so they want to do the concert on the roof which is illegal and this and that yeah. the next thing somebody's sorting that out you know? and it's so interesting how all those people on the periphery of them even like their their engineers and the they all look like these old smart men Whereas these guys are, are like long hair yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone else, even the cool and swinging and hip guys that work in the studio are still like often dressed in suits and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. such a strange time. Yeah, yeah. You know, nowadays you'd never find that everyone in the studio is wearing tattoos and has the yes, shirts yes, yes. and then that there with these guys. And then like, it was, oh, again, it's, should it's, I, I mean, George, George, George Martin is always, in every picture yeah. you ever see of him, he's dapper, he's in a suit, he's this, he's that. Um, this is tweed cravat. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, but it was a respectable... Oh yes, uh, job then it was a respectable, uh, you know, vocation. The BBC, you see, uh, well, yeah, yes, 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 yes. and then you Bowler work with these young yeah. ruffians, yes. ruffians, but they're very talented, you know. Um, so yes, let's get back. Oh, Again, I, I would say one line review, not if you're not a fan. Yeah, uh, but, if you, but if you are a fan and you you want you know the extra stuff and you have a the, the you know famous the famous logo Beatles somewhere yeah. on a T-shirt or something, that's good enough. Go and get it. Um, you know, if you own, I think if you a, a few albums, also yeah. go and get it. If you want to know more about the Beatles, I would say don't start with this. Uh, get the the accompanying book to the Beatles anthology. Mm. The anthology was released in like the early noughties, I think, and it's uh, a, a DVD box set mm-hmm. where they really and, and I think some of this footage that they used for Get Back was actually taken out of those out of sessions. That. From I mean, the look, also yeah. it is the Beatles. There is there are trackloads of of different things you can get. So. Um, this is a beautiful thing, though, Bruce. No, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, somebody gives it to you, then oh, fantastic. Um, but but kind of green you know, even even then, if if you if you're not a fan, you're going to go. Well, it's a big sodding book. Tome. Now I must find some room for it, etc., etc. So that's the Beatles. Get back by the Beatles. Right. Very good. What other books do you have for us, Bruce? I have another, in, in lieu yes, of me having this a one. Book. Oh, oh. So African artists, <gasps> African artists from 1882 to now. And this is published by. Fyden, who I've mentioned before, P-H-A-I-D-O-N, who's just just the most wonderful publisher because they they kind of do what they want to, and there's there's if you look at some of the stuff they publish, you're going, what is the niche for this? How on earth are you making money? Why have you put so very much money into the beautiful presentation? It is a of beautiful this, thing as well. Of this book, look and at this the and that. edges of the pages. Yeah, no, 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 they are, and somehow they are making the model work. And I must take pictures flipping, of these. I, Flipping love that. It just really makes me happy. So anyway, so yes, African artists. I think one of the things that really strikes me as, 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 I, as I went through this, struck me as I went through this, is that, you know, we as, as European culturally associated people, I want to say that carefully, because again, if you go to Europe as yes. a 20-year-old a South African or, and again, it must be said, from pretty much anywhere in the world, if you go to Europe or London or whatever or New York, etc. You're kind of it's kind of on the radar that you should be going to, you know, the Louvre or the whatever the Van uh, Museum or, or the National Gallery or the Met or whatever. 
to see European art is the punchline. It's not, it's not necessarily because it's European. It's just that if you go, who are your cliched enormous names? It's, yeah. it's Van Gogh, it's, well, it's Even Vermeer, in, it's in school in South Africa, when I did art, which I took up to matric, um, when we learned art theory, we were learning of Picasso yeah. and Van Gogh and Matisse. And so, and again, that is a colonial hangover and this and that and the next thing. And it, it is changing and it will Thank continue you. to change. So this isn't a political point. Mm. But why this is an interesting book is that there's just stuff here that no matter how well-schooled you are or how open-minded you are about, about the fact that you're going, why am I learning about the Dutch guy? Why am I learning about the Spanish guy? Mm. You just don't know this stuff. Hmm. I mean, I, I know of quite a few of the of the, uh, the South Africans because I've interviewed them or whatever, or I've seen some of their stuff. But um, uh, equally, I don't I don't know a lot of some of the other South Africans, um, and and I certainly don't know about you know many of the uh, Nigerians and the you know the people from Morocco and the people from Ghanaians Ghana and the Gambians and people from and the Egypt and Zambians. but it's also all the, all the small you know Burkina Faso and okay, Sudan and um, Boxburg you know all sorts of exotic places um, that is exotic <laughs> but again it, it's because it, it's so it's, it's like in most art books it's it's one enormous photo or you know as big as can fit photo of yeah, the work on the page and, and the a, short, um, a short a short description again for the not I studied art person mm. a lot of these blurbs are it's a bit like a sommelier it's kind of you must love this wine because uh, blah, blah, and you know, right, yeah, right. don't tell me that don't you're tell me how to live my yeah. life um, but also you know it'll, it will sound a bit a bit niche and you'll go like not not the German guy, like in a niche. It'll be it'll just be kind of okay, fine. But I, but look, I'm looking at it and I see something else, and that's also alright. Or I don't like it, and that's also alright. But to be honest, this is a coffee table book, right? Mm. That you've got someone over and you're busy in the kitchen boiling the kettle. They pick up this book. They are not going to read no, one no, word sure, sure, sure. of an art book. They're going to page yeah. through it and look at the pictures. Exactly. So it is, it's designed for both audiences. It's designed for that kind of thing, for uh, starting conversations, for just appreciation, just going, oh, that's nice. And they might read a little bit if they open it. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, they I love what that. is this? Yeah. Um, and and for, for, for just art enthusiasts, people that love whatever it is and may not know a lot of the people in, included here, there is some incredibly beautiful stuff. There is some incredibly strange stuff. And you see the influences as well. So you'll see kind of whatever, Francis Bacon type, you know, a bit of a scary, right, 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 right. ghoulish this looking thing. looks very Kandinsky or... There's Kandinsky. There was one uh, that uh, looked... It, it looks actually like a Chagall. It looks okay. like Chagall painted it, but but he never gets mentioned in the thing. I'm like, so is there no influence or am I making this up? Um, who influenced? Who's zooming who, Bruce? Exactly, exactly. And some very interesting, you know, sort of concepts about, you know, so there'll be public installations and whatever. And you, you're going, if there wasn't a photo of this and I walked past in the street, I wouldn't have mm. understood that it was art, you know. Mm. And that's, that's also How? something that's interesting because, because the, the person, the conceptualizer sees it very clearly. But you don't necessarily understand what they're on about. How strong, I don't know if you've read this book, Bruce, but how I strong a, um, a political, social thing is it? Because you imagine Africa is sort of just... Um, so much a product of colonialism mm -hmm. and uh, uh, a corrupt government. I'm going to say and sort of broadly, it's it's kind of medium. Okay, um, you expect there, it to be very. There, there's a fair amount politically skewed. Yeah, it's mostly it's not so much. Uh, um, it's not so much political as situational, if that makes sense. So, if there, something that might be happening because of a political system that was or is still. Um, 
has meant that now the people can't do this and it's, mm. it's, it's the, the art is a reaction to whatever they can't do right. but not necessarily to the politics that caused the thing sure. if that makes sense um, but is any of it I mean it does a lot of it stand well I suppose art is always tied to context so. yeah look I mean that's it now I've just opened one which is you know I think it's Patrice Lumumba making a, a it is making a speech and stuff so some of it is, is very directly um, political this one uh, again sorry Rina <laughs> listener even I'm a reader yeah. but like you know it's people with sacks on their heads but this very very text you know uh, texture heavy okay. this and that and the next thing. so it's about Guantanamo huh. by an African hmm. making a statement about that but it's also just this beautiful textured work of thing art. you know so yeah I mean it's a, it's a medium answer I suppose it's it's not put it this way it's not it's not a sort of polemic kind of um, yeah collection it's not trying it's not to an analysis it's, it's not trying to go uh, this is like pro- protest just, art yeah, is da, 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 this, and this, this is why it's important it it's going here's a picture of a woman and, and you must look at this with interest because of the technique which is it's very nice I say yay for any um, arts and cultural so books yes and I'll just again oh, if you see Fidenel's better for you again P-H-A-I-D-O-N if you see that on a, on a spine somewhere as publisher's mark check out that book because it will be interesting because they their foremost thing seems to be let's be interesting hmm. and do stuff that other people aren't doing it so is thank a you beautiful let's take a picture like this let's yeah. play a tune let's play a tune Can we play sir? something bruce let's play a tune get a guitar get a guitar um, a all right oh, i've got a guitar you, got you a need guitar, a guitar, guitar. Oh. Oh, stand up there we go there we go easy oh, there Oh, Easy then. Okay. It hurts, Daddy. Uh, let's move back from the right. You somewhat. We always blast it out. You flip open the file. The old flip file. <laughs> That's what it's. No, no, just open it. Just open it. Don't think about it. Damn it. All right. What are we doing? I don't know. What does it um, say? What do you want to do? The songs, man. So we do them. One of Bruce's songs. Bruce, twenty-third of May, twenty-twenty. Has anyone heard this song before, Bruce? I'm trying to remember, guys. You go ahead with your bad self. This really is a first take, listener, because we don't, as I say, I have to. This song's called The Only Place. Why don't you play it's this Martin D18 Golden Era, Bruce? Have you ever mentioned that full name before? And I will play a Yamaha APX1N. So the only place that's never been played before, I don't think I have played it live, but it, we're just making this up now. When I find myself in the only place it makes sense to be Am I there with you? Am I there alone? Is it us or me? This day
last embrace, solitary awaits. We can begin again, searching for stuttering grace. This craving heart. Blew out the microphone again, but that's our want. Yes, that's, that's our that's our calling card. There, that's this music roll. is too loud. But yes, very nice. So that's called the only place. At some point, we'll record it, and then hopefully you'll buy it in the vast only amount. place. Now, speaking of recording, Bruce, something yeah. Ooh, very interesting very happened nice. this past very weekend. Very nice. We spent quite a few hours. No, but so we have recorded a new 
the Van Dyke Park Sports. The Van Dyke Park Sports song. We went it's into a very bad uh, band name for grammar. We went into Gloryville Studios with Mike Wright, erstwhile drummer and keyboard player of Zebra and Giraffe, amongst other notables. Yeah, I'll and I will recommend Gloryville Studios <gasps> in Edenvale to yes, any of you so Johannesburgers or even out of towners who want to record music. Mike is your guy. Yes. Invaluable. Wonderful. Massively easy to work with and very, very well schooled on anything that you need. Um, so just, yeah, it makes it a pleasure. He so what is our song coffee, called? It is called will. The Song for Doubt. Song for Doubt. Song, not the. Not the. Yeah. Song for Doubt. The in um, the Van Dyke Parks, but is also up in the yeah, air at the moment. Yeah. Um, but The Song for Doubt, no. No. Song, song for, for doubt. doubt, Bruce. It'll be out, friends. We're waiting now for Mike to find some time to do some mixing and then we'll go through the whole but it is release. It is very beautiful. We very. I am speaking for free, speaking for both of us. Oops. We're very happy with the <laughs> with the way it came up. No, it is, it is beautiful. Yeah, um, we we didn't know. Hope um, you'll like very much as well. We didn't know what what would uh, come out in the wash because we went in quite open ended and it actually we went in with both of our ends we'll open. See. Yeah, the, yes. the only thing I'm not <laughs> completely happy with was the way I played the bass, but I think Mike will stop fix, it. Fix that. Stop it, I say. Um, yeah, so uh, very, very exciting for us. Uh, a big shout out to Mike Wright at Glory Vale Studios. Find him at all the places that you find things, Facebooks and such. But um, do, yeah, it very, very, very highly recommended as yeah. a, if you are looking to record something. And he is very reasonable upon the money Indeed. side as well. So let's uh, j- stay in music. Yes, tell um, us what you've been listening to. I would to. like to, I finally, uh, well, actually, Kate, my wife, uh, organized because I just, I'm, I'm the kind of guy with these streaming services. If, it's, if there's a free option, I'm kind of well. It's free, and right. yes, I'll get ads and blah blah blah. Spotify also, you get the ads, but you also you can't actually listen to a whole album because it shuffles it automatically. Yes, because yes, that's yes, one of the yes, kickers. Yes, 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 so we now for for Christmas among other things, Kate just signed me up for it. So we got I got the premium. We got premium. we got the premium thing. So you can do the things, and you what are the, one of the things you can do is is the albums, the L bottoms, um, yes. and you can so now listen to a whole one. And Can I just say before you carry on, I do have a student who signed up for the premium of YouTube, but keeps on signing out. And anytime he wants to do anything, he gets ads. And he's like, I've signed up for the premium. Why am I getting the ads? Stay I think signed he in. To, yes. He had to sign out for another account or something, whatever. But he's, he gets so upset because he's signed up for the premium. Yes. And he's now still I getting the, the benefits. Um, so touching on the thing we've checked, chatted about before about do people make albums anymore? Sure. And by that we mean, does it sound like... It, it was about things that they were going through at that time. Is right. does it have an identity? Good. Um, does the sound hang together? It's not all over the place. Blah blah. This is one like that. It is called Brightside. Is a band called the Lumineers. Ah yes. Who That's I like new very one. very very much. Uh, no, no, shut and up. Tell it's me. Not, it's not I'll your... tell you what. The first album had like one great novelty song, one other good song, and mm-hmm. then it it disappeared yeah. into the Mumford and Sons folk revival. You see, no, but the, again, that's not, yeah, that, that's a, yes, but that's that's a problem that was not of their making. No, and, and it's, they were it's kind of, hi, we're, a, we're a folk, folk, folk rock band, and yeah. suddenly, oh look, there's a big band that's now taking all the folk headlines, revivalist. and we're a bit like them, as yeah. opposed to we're a bit like us, exactly. and they can shut up. Um, so no, big, big, big fan of, of the Lumineers. They've what been I like, here, hey, Bruce, did yes. you see them? Oh, was, were they good? Yes, it was good. Anyway, because proper musicians as well, proper musicians, and they... Play playing with real acoustic music. Heart. Yeah. I mean, the guy with the double bass dances with the double bass while while he's playing amazing things on yes. the double bass. I think I saw him backstage actually uh, becoming intimate with the bass. That's so, amazing. You know, I mean, you know, it's a beautiful instrument. Um, I hope they'll be <laughs> so very happy together. Right but, side. <laughs> but also, and uh, damn it, because all of our research that we do, the singer's name, Wesley. 
Wesley, Wesley Snipes, I think you'll find. No, no, but anyway, Wesley is what I what I love is that they they are good musicians. They but they there's a this is this is what we the way we're performing. This is how we play, and it's I hate the word, but you'll know what I mean. It's organic. It's this, it's that. So sometimes you listen, you're going, is that is that in key? Because it's because it's so heartfelt. It hasn't and, been auto And you're going. It is, and it's beautiful, okay, and but fantastic. but I can hear a heart there and all that kind of thing. So for me, all killer, no filler. Um, really? It's it's nine nine tunes long, or one one of them is reprise. So you know there we go. All but right. um, but some really really great uh, great songs. Um, and in again that that very, it's not rough and ready. That's that's uh, that's inaccurate. But it is. It's not organic. It's not overly polished. You've just you've put great people next to something that can pick up sound. Yeah. And they've played the way they play, and you get these beautiful things coming up. Amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, the, for me, one of the, a really really cool one called AM Radio. Um, that's probably the sort of most singly singly one. Uh, Brightside, Birthday, Big Shot. Um, those are probably the the four uh, tracks that really jump out at me. But it is, and it's only what the whole thing is only like half an hour long. Okay. Um, so. Again, with the album thing, by the time you faffed and set up and this and that and the next thing for to listen to one song, if you're going, you know, if you're sort of stopping whatever else you're doing, you, you're probably spending five, six minutes on the one song. So this kind of thing, if you, it's a great collection of songs um, all together and it's half an hour, you press go once. And that's a, that's a new album, that's this year's, this year's material. So Brightside by the Lumineers, very highly recommended. Okay. Um, I will just mention... Um as a follow-up from last week's discussion where we talked about Neil Young's new yes. um, uh, album, Barn, which we said was the antithesis of um, modern computer sampled music, um, there's now an accompanying documentary film. Documentary? or well, accompanying film to the mm-hmm. album that's been streaming on YouTube yes, called I haven't watched you sent a, it to me. I haven't a Band, it. A Brotherhood, A Barn. <laughs> which is really um, visuals from the making of the album Barn. And, and I think they managed to play all of the songs, but not in their entirety. So you'll see them sort of very uh, naturally start playing the song and they get through most of it and then, or, or a portion of it and then it'll fade into another sort of behind-the-scenes okay. thing. Um, but it's, it's I think, uh, um, his wife now, Daryl Hannah, of uh, Splash Mm-mm-mm. fame. Wasn't she the mermaid? Yes, she was. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, Neil Young, strange cat, left his wife of many years. Yeah, um, and it's now with Daryl Hannah. Anyway, I think she was involved in the the filmmaking. But it's it's beautiful, it's outdoors, it's nature, it's this old barn that he had restored. The Mm -hmm. band is set up there. Nils Lofgren is is in the is part of um, this iteration of, of Crazy Horse. And it's just them doing their thing as a band. It's very natural and cool. Oh, you know, There's, to, to yeah. link all the, the mindsets, documentaries on Neil Young should be directed by Wes Anderson. To just go, this is, this is just about, no, but this is just about us doing what we want. I don't know that Neil Young will <laughs> let anyone film that's not him, some obscure person that he <laughs> trusts implicitly for no reason or his wife. But yeah, yeah. Uh, What's interesting to me as well is is these ideas of band dynamics. So, um, Neil Young is is very much the most dominant domineering personality in in mm. uh, Crazy Horse. Yeah, Nils Lofgren is kind of a guest in Crazy Horse. He's he's been in it 
from the beginning, but he hasn't been on every Crazy Horse album, but he's another very dominant personality. Mm-hmm. He plays with the E Street Band, mm-hmm. and Bruce Springsteen does solo stuff. And he moves his mouth weirdly when he sings, but yeah, that's a side He has the underbite that, that, that um, um, Bruce Springsteen has. But at one point... That's why he was chosen. It's so fascinating to me, this. Neil is at the piano playing, and uh, Nils is at the guitar, and they've just finished a song, and, and Neil says... Um, um, all right, I think we've we've done them all now. We've done all all nine songs or all ten songs. I'm not sure which it is. Mm-hmm. He says nine or ten, and and from the other side of the stage, Nils pipes up and says, "Oh, I think you'll find it's nine songs, Neil." And and Neil goes, "Yeah, well, okay, fine." Uh, and then you hear again, "No, no, I'm I'm really sure it's nine <laughs> songs." And Neil handles it so interestingly. He makes a joke. He goes. Uh, okay, uh, we'll have that recorded in the minutes later. Or uh, do, does everyone want to want to uh, call a meeting about this now? <laughs> so so Neil Saucy is saying sausage. is saying to him, are you in in the course of making this album? Are you really wanting to make a point of whether I've said nine or ten and whether yeah, it's yeah. actually nine or ten? Because that is really insignificant thing to get stressed yeah. about. But he says it in a very very joking making light of it okay. but then it but cuts to cutting, them on yeah. the other side of the stage sitting there and Nils is standing with a book counting and he's saying look Neil look there's 10 but songs but again you don't, know, you don't know if it's an, if it's an in joke or, no, no, or no. it's just completely uptight it's, it's these two personalities and Nils is, is wanting to make a point that Neil was wrong, wrong. and Neil <laughs> understands that but also is saying that's the most ridiculous thing ever, and he keeps on making but a also big joke is saying about it. Without, without saying yeah, that saying, this is my album, you're in my barn, yeah. I'm paying. And saying your don't salary. be such a ridiculous yeah. pedant. But <laughs> and the more Nils makes a thing of it, and I think it turns out that Nils is right. It was nine and not yeah. ten. But but Neil is like that doesn't matter <laughs> at all. But instead of making a thing of it and getting bent out of shape, he just keeps on joking. He just says yes, all right, everyone, can we? Uh, well, we're recording that that definitely needs to be in the movie that it's tenant but he's saying it <laughs> like making a point yeah, yeah. but it, in a very light jokey ha 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 and they all laugh the thing is again you, you, we don't know Neil clearly but you, if you know about Neil and his attitudes yeah. on various things over the years you're going to assume he's being he's been cutting as well I uh, see this is the week also that he's, he's all his stuff has been pulled from Spotify for the moment because okay. of his, uh, his big... complaint about uh, not only Joe Rogan, but mostly the Joe Rogan show because of the size, um, spreading false information about COVID. Yes. And I think I think it's a wonderful thing. A lot of people are saying, yeah, well, you're putting from Spotify, you've just sold your thing for $440 million or yeah. Good. So he's in a position to pull yeah. from Spotify. He doesn't need it. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I really don't have a problem with taking a stand if you can. And yes, he can afford to. Great. But Taylor he, Swift re-recording all but the he didn't. But albums. he didn't need to take a stand. No, no. Yeah. Um, and even if it... Also, the, the mail is... The mail that they based it on on his website is, is kind of it's to his uh, it's to his management and he's like guys I'm not happy about this please actually immediately get back to me today Ooh. so please pull all of my music yeah yeah so massive, 400 massive songs few. or something yeah. from the world's biggest streaming service yeah. preferably by this afternoon because yeah. I don't like this and you tell me that it's done when it's done but please. also <laughs> that like we're talking about rockstar behavior and like this and that that is not in, in terms of the schnaffing coke or whatever the, no 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 but you just like that's Rockstar, man. And this is someone who, who is very hard fought. And you mustn't underestimate that he, he has, in gradual and definite ways over the course of his career, had to, at various points, take a stand mm-hmm. for independence and artistic. Yeah. And, and you, talk, you, you hear him saying, uh, he mentioned to Kurt Cobain at a, in a phone call, you only have to do 
what you want to do. Yeah. And he sort of says when Kurt killed himself, he says he wished he'd phoned him again and just said to him again, listen, you're okay. You can yeah. tell your record company get lost. With all the pressure that's saying we've got a tour, just say no, I'm going to take a, a two-year holiday yeah, in Hawaii and I I'll get to back to you. You I'm... can do what yeah. you want. And Neil has Tom Petty is another guy yeah. like that who stands up to record companies. Mm. In ways he that, won't back down. That, yeah, he won't back down. You think that's what he did. With, anyway. When Roger McGuinn from The Birds was making an album and they had this thing and they're doing the song and the company was pressuring Roger McGuinn and, and Tom Petty was in the studio, he just stands up and says, uh, Roger, what are you doing? Is this really a song that you want to do? Yeah. And Roger's like, well, you know, the company has said that. And he said, no, no, no. Uh, I don't think you should be doing this, Roger. Um, and and the, you can see the record exec sitting there getting yeah, yeah. very uncomfortable. And Tom Petty's not speaking to him. He's yeah, saying, yeah. Roger, you don't have to do what these guys tell you to do. And and it's a little, it's not something that comes easily. It's not something that you're making a big thing of. It's yeah. just something that at that point I in time, to, you some, say. Again, and you can, there's various ways you can do it. You can do it sort of back channels here and there yeah. and the next thing. And again, this this message wasn't meant to be for everyone. This, hmm. this thing, to, it's to his managers. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and again, from a point of view of, of just, being gossipy they've removed it it's not on on the site anymore which says it which doesn't say to me oh well we didn't mean it now that's awkward it, it means ugh, let's just take yeah. off the flap so we don't have troll number three yes. million um but no i find that i find that fascinating and i love i love that he's just stood up for what he again you don't have to to agree with him yeah. vaguely but you're just going he doesn't need it he has done it the end and yeah. if he never makes another sense in his life he doesn't need to but no. that's that's also okay um it's, it is it fascinating is. That, that the world has changed to a degree where those kinds of people and those kinds of, uh, that have such history and legacy and were, were there in this golden age of Laurel Canyon, post-60s rock folk, you know, Jackson Brown, Joni Mitchell, you know, uh, Crosby, Stills and yeah. Nash. Neil Young was there. He's did that. He's had a hit song in four different decades, yeah. you know, he's... And yet, at the same time, he's got this sort of irritating high voice sometimes when he screeches his songs, and it's all analog to tape. But also, everything is, I mean, you know, the way he plays guitar is, is very yeah. iconic, but incredibly messy and incredibly yeah. loud. And, and, and like Crazy Horse, do we need whatever. a 17-minute version of Cowboy in the Sand? And what, yeah. You know, you're like, no, we don't. I don't care. I'm doing what I want, yeah. you know. And, and sometimes in this day and age, certainly when we get such prepackaged, curated stuff, you actually find that uh, that can be jarring. So you need to... Get into the right headspace to listen to the new. But again, new, here new in front of us, we've got a full, enormous coffee table book full of, and look, I don't know all the stories. Maybe some of them were sort of commissions and this and that yeah. for exactly that thing. But essentially, the the thrust of it is, the it's somebody going, it's somebody going. Here's my vision of the world and the message I want to mm. put across and the thing I want to investigate, and it may make me some money. It may not. It's not the point. I'm getting you know, and also it looks weird or it's a, f- a strange concept and that guy just walked past and didn't notice. But I needed to do that for myself or something, you know, so I think it's great. I say that this year, 2022, in terms of the Chorus podcast, has started off with a celebration of the old school, the long way around, the scenic route, <laughs> the analog, the unprocessed, the un, the real, the, uh, of course, these things can so be deconstructed. Yes. But Quickly, though, the, these are all adjectives and, and descriptors that can be applied to the Chorus podcast. Yes. It's messy, and it doesn't really have a purpose for no, many people. No, and you can hear an airplane flying over us. Exactly, and we're doing it for us. 
We and don't even have headphones or proper really microphones. We really do hope that you at least want to be with us for part of the journey. Kurt, we thank you. Indeed. Uh, and Matt. So, uh, yes. But, so we celebrate yeah. that and we celebrate real objects that are books and the wonderful yes. loveliness of a beautiful book. And analog things analog like, like and organic uh, and modern guitars yeah, all those slightly too loudly yeah um and those, yes uh, high notes high notes in the early morning great so i hope you've enjoyed ending another episode note. ending on a high note <laughs> hope you've enjoyed the episode um, give a little like if it's there's a, a like button give it a share give, give a, a review like. give a little like um and spread the word of the chorus yes. podcast the porous podcast um, yes and do, maybe do this if you are listening now if you're listening to this episode can we ask you a favor can you share the link that you're listening to it on with one person yes if Simply you've that. liked it you don't have to don't share it like with it. Stefan if he's your only friend <laughs> if that is the case I apologize but um just share the link and just say the, the guy on this podcast at the end asked me to share the link. So and great. for our own uh, sanity and validation, um, if you know anyone in a corporate sense that wants to sponsor this podcast, it would be fascinating. Even if they just give us a, a bag of old coffee beans and or a, guitars, a whiskey or a guitar, that would be lovely. Yeah, no, no, uh, fantastic. We do this um, not for the accolades and the things, but um, to give these uh, old middle-aged dads something to waffle <laughs> on about. Lovely. Uh, to get it out of our system. Thanks again yeah. for listening. Until Have a lovely, the next lovely one. week. Goodbye, Bye everybody. Now.